what's up? It's your girl T, father long legs. You know me, it's Teresa Lee. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. Weekend edition. Oh man, I'll never do that again. I'm so sorry. Quarantine got me crazy. It's actually a lie because I was this crazy before. It's just now I have to live with it. So <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying um, these bonus episodes where, you know, they're a little looser. I just kind of cut together good confessions from past months, you know, of guests uh, in case you missed them just to have a little dose of happiness. Um, it is a really weird, strange time and um, I just wanted to keep things positive. But not so far to become one of those influencers who are like, I just can't stand when things are bad. Um, no, I, I'm not going to, you know, ignore the fact that shit's going on. Okay, it's going on. All right. Smiling and saying it's things are good is not going to erase the bad. But that doesn't mean we can't add a little positivity to the world. Um, so yeah, so these are bonus episodes. Um, this is a second one. I kind of do them whenever I want. I try to do them monthly, but you know, things are weird. There's a helicopter outside my house, which you could probably hear. That happens a lot. It's, it's you know, it's a weird time. Um, but I'm going to start with my own positive confession. I'm Well, first, I'm going to just say in general, I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful to, to, to talk to you, to have purpose, um, and grateful for your messages and your responses. Um, I've gotten more messages from you guys on the Discord. If you guys want to join the Discord and you haven't yet, and you don't know what Discord is, don't be alarmed. I got a Discord for this, so... It's very easy to learn, especially now that everyone's online. It's basically like a chat room. So if you like listening to this episode and you're wondering who else out there in the world is a confidant, maybe I'll get along with them. Or maybe you you want to talk to me. You can do that on Discord. Uh, So far, it's mostly been people talking to me, but you guys can talk to each other too. You know, do whatever you want. It's your life. Okay. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but my my good confession, well, this is really off the dome because I, as I hit record, did not think about what I was going to say. But that just means it's more uh, it's more realistic. Okay, my good confession. Okay, here's here's a nice, true, honest one. My good confession is, um, I feel, um, I just feel like I've been more free to express myself in ways that I used to feel. Uh, scared or insecure about and this doesn't have anything to do with the quarantine per se but the quarantine has made me spend more time with myself so I think I've gotten weirder but it's not that I've actually gotten weird it's I've just like let more of my weird out and that in turn has allowed me to realize that I'm more comfortable with the weird when I was in second grade I used to be very um well I've always kind of been an outcast but I, I for sure was very aware of being an outcast people called me weird I was very weird I was weird I told people I was an alien in school um you know just shit like that that gets you made fun of in school but it still wasn't enough for me to be like I don't want to do this like I still even in middle school when I tried to be popular and wear lip gloss and shop at limited to and kind of hide the weird stuff I always was so happy if I met someone who like shared a weird thing you know like if someone was like I thought I was an alien too. I would be so happy. I never would, um, you know, make fun of them or go, oh, you're gross. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I figured out how to, I tried to be cool because I did actually want to be accepted, but I never went so far as to like, actually not like the weird, but I did learn to hide that. And as I've gotten older um, and people just find their tribe, I've felt more comfortable, but I still have felt like I've want to be a mainstream comedian and whatever for a long time until pretty recently um I I've just been experimenting more with like oh I have a funny dumb very dumb these are very dumb ideas you know like I'm gonna put out a video of me 
as an influencer apologizing or um, I did a character on my live stream show, which you guys can watch Monday through Friday at Comedy Quarantine on Instagram. If you have Instagram, I host it and it's like live stand up comedy on Instagram live. But I did a character as Cho Chang one night and then right after that I was like, well, I'm stuck in my house forever, so I might as well turn on my camera and record it. I'm in costume. Anyways, so stuff like that, I've just been getting more into like being weird instead of having it to be perfect and edit and curate everything before it gets out there. Is it good? I don't know. Most of it's pretty raw and rough, so probably it's not good, but it has made me feel better about myself being able to be free. And this all accumulated into um, me <laughs> writing a rap song that isn't good. I have to be be very clear that I don't think this rap is good. Okay, I don't want anyone coming out. I mean, I can't control what the world thinks and that's fine. But I just like need you guys to know that I had fun doing it. It was fun. For sure, it was not like, oh my God, I'm a genius. Look at my rap. I just, w I was inspired to write a rap song about someone I just started dating and usually you don't do that kind of stuff, but this person made me feel very comfortable. I, um, he, he's just like a cool hot guy that, um, I was inspired by and, you know, he works in space and I just had a lot of fun sort of writing really, really dumb space puns that about his dick. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? Like I was really leaning into sort of a fun uh, posturing character and I had so much fun doing it that I <laughs> I uh, I put it up online it really was meant just for him when I first made it and then I put it up and and it truly I don't I still feel the world is like okay she's weird and keeping things positive uh, I don't have to always go negative um yeah I guess it, that's a nice thing I feel comfortable just being the weird version of myself um and hopefully, you know, when we're all allowed to go back out there and I'm trying to get cast again, um, the industry will know that I can still be the normal thing. OK, I know how to act, but just know that I'm a fucking weirdo. OK, <laughs> I feel like I lost you guys. Um, OK, before we get into the good confessions of the guests, um, I got this lovely, lovely confidant confession. I did ask you guys to send me your good confessions. You did not disappoint. Um, if anyone wants to send them to me, I'm going to keep this rolling. I love to keep things positive. I love to hear from you guys. I know my confidants are not all, uh, a lot of you are shy and that's okay. Don't feel, don't feel bad if you don't want to send anything, but if you want to, I love it so much. So, um, at Zerbal Josh, um, I didn't, he left his handle. I didn't ask him if I can use his full name, but his handles here. So I imagine if you give your handle, you want to be tagged. So Zerbal Josh, Josh Zerbal is his name. Um, he sent me a video confession. I love it so much. Those visuals, it made me so happy. Um, you're not going to see the video, obviously, because this is an audio recording. But just keep in mind, as you hear this, it's got lovely visuals. It's so nice. It made me smile. So here is Josh Zerbal's good confession. Hello, T-Father Longlegs. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm from Las Vegas. I'm currently attending UNLV as a biology student. Um, and this is my good confession. Um, to preface it a little bit, um, I deal with depression and PTSD. Um, and I've always had a lot a tr troubling time figuring out a reason to wake up in the morning. Um, I, you know, I love school and I love my family, but you know, sometimes it's not enough. Um, recently I picked up, um, I've really gotten into my degree of biology. Um, and I've been starting to take care of things and starting to like nurture life. Uh, which has been helping a lot. So I got into gardening, 
Uh, these are one of the two of my boys that I got growing right now. Started from little seedlings. Um, I also have like a cool ant farm here. And then I have a sweet butterfly terrarium that currently cocoon, in cocoons. And then I have my cat waffles right here who's sleeping on my router. Um, you know, it, it, it helps me to, you know, wake up in the morning knowing that I am helping something provide, I'm providing life and helping something grow. Um, and in these things, uh, having life, it gives me life and helps me move on. Um, so that's my good confession. Okay, I'm bored in a house and I'm in a house boy. Bored in a house and I'm in a house boy. Bored in a motherfucking house boy. And I'm bored in a motherfucking house boy. Bored in a house. Oh my god, so wonderful. Um, all right, let's get into our guest confessions. Um, good confessions. I have not found a way to not make these transitions awkward, but um. Like I said, I'm just being my weird-ass self. Okay, this first one is from Molly Rubin Long, a two-time podcast guest, because you know, if you guys remember, she came on the Limestone Edition, did a quick, short, 10-minute confession, and then she got an, her own episode, episode 99. Uh, Molly Rubin Long, in her good confession, talks about uh, teaching herself guitar on YouTube. And honestly, I'm curious... What's going on with her? We should check in because now that this was pre-quarantine and now that we're quarantined, it's like, has she mastered Wonderwall? I don't know. Probably. I mean, we've had, we've been here for weeks. So this is Molly Rubin Long. Um, enjoy. I can confess that I started playing the guitar last month. Ooh. I started teaching myself guitar. That's my good confession. That's I great. had this guitar that I like tried. I took lessons when I was like in middle school and then once again when I was in college and I just ne it never really stuck and I carried this guitar around with me from like city to city for over a decade like, without playing without it. Without playing oh it. My gosh. And I <laughs> and this like there was something about like the new year I was like okay, I either have to like try to play this or <laughs> throw it away by the end of the year like if I those are my two options not throw it away but give whatever donate it mm -hmm. or whatever and um and so I, yeah, I got it restrung and I like have been practicing I mean I'm not very good but it was it's very exciting to me I hope That's I exciting. I hope I stick with it <laughs> you're doing it just by yourself on videos or? yeah for now I think I was asking people like actually in one of the like comedy girl groups I was like what does anyone have recommendation recommendations and most people were like you can pretty much just teach yourself from the beginning. And then once it gets to a certain point of like difficulty, you're probably going to want to hire a teacher. Um, but like for just basic chords, it's really, it's just like, you got to just keep doing it all the time. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's my, that's my plan. Like to try and get um, like kind of comfortable with some basic stuff and then maybe try and find a teacher. Are you going to yeah. be a musical comedian? No. <laughs> I, mean, I honestly want to. I, <laughs> that's my dream. Um, honestly, we always laugh at them, but they no, I do love them. well. So, I actually yeah. do love them. I know, I know there's a lot of shade about musical comedy, but I think it's fun. Um. It's all just insecurities. Anytime, like even like prop comedy, like it's just funny to make fun of because there's like very right. bad prop comedy. Yeah. But then I've seen like great comedians bring a prop into a certain bit and I'm like, that's prop comedy, but we don't think of it that right, way because I know exactly. you can do jokes. I feel like there's bad and good versions of all comedy. <laughs> it's just as if it's good True. or bad. Yeah, it's almost like comedy is All right, this next confession is from Erica Spera. Oh my God, she cracked me the fuck up with her episode. She got so honest and so real. And 
Um, if you guys don't remember, her episode was number 100, Milestone Alert. She talked about having herpes, and um, though she's been public about it, this was sort of like her first time truly outside of her own podcast and in the comedy world just like being open about it and we really got into it and I just like admire her honesty and fucking comedy so much she's a killer but I like this good confession because it's like just so like it's like we talk about comedy I mean I like all sorts of good confessions but I really started this because it's hard to brag about yourself um especially in comedy when we're constantly around friends who are all like sort of competing for the same thing. But it's also important to just like uh, uh, celebrate your own achievements, right? So she does that here. Um, She talks about doing late night and that's like a huge goal for comedians to do. So this is Erica Spear. Well, you announced it up top, but I guess my good confession is mm. the or reveal is that I will be doing a late night set on yes, James Corden. I don't have my official confession. date, but it's there, that's which huge. is... One of those things in comedy, as much as people go, does it really change your career? It's like, kind of not, but kind of yes. I hate when people do that because yeah. it's always people who haven't, or it's always people who've already done it and like, not, it's not because of that things didn't go well, but then they'd be like, it doesn't matter anyways. I'm like, yeah. were you saying that when you got it? No, you're just saying that now because you, you want something else. Yeah. Or I was going to it. say it's, um, it's, it's even more so the people that never did one. That's yeah well and you know they might have a following through something else and it's like yeah there's plenty of ways <laughs> to get things in the world generally like, speaking i think the best reaction for good news is just to be positive it is really yeah. hard in comedy because i i get that everyone's God. sort of competing but like they didn't take your spot so no it's like they just didn't. be happy for someone is yeah. it that hard i don't know it's so I know. Crazy. how many tall italian comics you got out there in the world there's really none <laughs> let me have this yeah <laughs> that's uh it's very hard to stay positive in the biz so it's like yeah even the thing i have right now that's coming up is like it's a win you, a you need win. you need wins every mm-hmm. once in a while whether you think it's huge whether you think it's small it's still like yeah it's nice it's it nice to be like nice. I got something because we hear no so much. Mm-hmm. So it's but it is I've been that person too of the like why wasn't it me? It's natural. Mm-hmm. It's jealousy is a very hard yeah emotion to it, we try to act like it doesn't exist and that's not being jealous and it's like no all of us are jealous. It's almost like if you point out uh-huh. like you're just being jealous right now. It's the same with like anger is like a secondary emotion. Yeah, right. I've isn't that, that like the big difference? Yeah, there's another thing below it. Or yeah, like it's like masking some other true feeling. Right. So it's like yeah. you originally were disappointed it wasn't you, or uh-huh. you were sad it wasn't you, and then the secondary reaction is the anger or jealousy. That's interesting. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, because I'm by no means perfect. I get jealous all the time, but I try to be yeah. like, I do actually get really excited for people to tell me good news, but I think it's because I I just like to feel good. So I like to feed off of that. Yeah. But um, but of course, when I'm alone, I'll, you know, I'll obviously spiral on my own at times and be like, right. well, you know, overall, why is this not happening? But I think the secondary thing is a good way to put it, because if you're having an emotion at someone versus, uh, what what is it? Oh, so like, Anger, you're like mad at someone versus mm-hmm. sad, you're sad for yourself. Mm, so I feel yeah. like if you ever find yourself like projecting literally emotions onto someone else, like you're making me feel this way, then you got to like turn around and be like, Oof. no, 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 no. Why do I feel this way? Yeah. I'm not to put it on you. That was my whole, co- that was actually my whole college degree. I tell oh, really? people communications, but it was called performing and communication arts. And it was communication, no S, which is not Wait, like media and blah, blah, oh, blah. Okay. It literally was like studying the communication of there was one class called, I'm going to screw this up. There was intrapersonal, which is talking to yourself, okay. right? And then interpersonal is talking to other people. So like there was one class just of how we talk to ourselves, one class huh. of how we talk to other people. There was one that was like gender, communication, whatever. 
But the big thing with that was people don't make you happy. People don't make you this. And it just to wrap your head around that is so like, wait, what? (laughs) And it's so interesting. But it's it's more it's like you how you're interpreting what people are doing is then making you react that way. Yeah. Wait, what were you trying to go into psychology or No, it was just I remember I took an intro to communication class and I loved this teacher. It was one of the only times I loved a class. Uh And so much stuff in that really blew my mind. But actually, I almost feel like it kind of shaped me into going to comedy a little bit because it made me analyze how people communicate a little more. Um, But it was so interesting with our teacher. We would give examples that were like technology based of like writing K with a period. Oh, is you're actually like pissed. And she was like, what? She had no idea. She was like, this isn't what I researched. Like she was like, are you for real? She's like, but I come from you should use punctuation. I'm like, well, it's not an email. It's a text. Erica, um, next confession. This one is, I debated including this, but I, in the spirit of just kind of like, I want to just keep all of these positive confessions because at one point this was a positive thing and I don't think that it became negative. The reason I even say I hesitated was because, um, well, it's about, it's Jonathan Braylock, episode 101, and he talks about donating to Bernie's campaign. And obviously now we know that Bernie is out of the race and Joe Biden is the Democratic nominee. Things are changing every day in the world. A lot is going on. So it seems dated. But to me, this captures this like movement and this moment in time. And I think it is very positive. And I think you can take this spirit and apply it to anything right now. You know, something that um, he said is he's not the type of person to have given in the past, but he was so moved that he gave to Bernie's campaign. So whatever that is for you right now, you know, even if you aren't the kind of person to do blank you can do it now. So I hope that you enjoy this clip. Okay, here's Jonathan Braylock. Um, uh, yeah, something good <laughs> that I've, d- I've I do so many good things, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like I have to pick from a Rolodex of uh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, they call I don't you good, John. Yeah, I don't know if this is actually good, but um, <laughs> I did. I just contributed to um, Bernie Sanders' campaign, and it's the ah. first time I've ever contributed to a political oh, campaign before that's great i always think it's kind of a waste of money but um but he just won nevada right? he just won nevada yeah. and i um uh i did it a little bit before i did it before that happened but mm-hmm. i was like so i think it was it like happen. when bloomberg when like oh, when God. like when like i realized like billionaires were gonna like enter the, i was oh. like wait a minute <laughs> i was like no i'm gonna be a part of the like movement of people who like chip in a small amount of money to compete with like Bloomberg. I don't know. I just really didn't want Bloomberg to be the nominee. I don't think he's going to be now. No, it's, and it's all because of my small It is all donation. because of you. Um, <laughs> no, that's great because even just down to that, like that idea of like, oh, something you never did and that you do now. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, I mean, that's part of not whatever, wherever your political beliefs lie, but I think yeah. it's great when you get excited about something, no matter what. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Bloomberg sucks. And I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> I think we all agree. Yeah, I think you're, you're uh, yeah. Unless you have a lot of just diehard bloom heads out there. Bloom heads. Yeah. Oh my what, god. What would his people be called? Bloomers? No. No, that uh, sounds burgers. like underwear. 
Bloomingites. Bloomburger does sound like a good tasting burger. Bloomburger, yeah. No, that sounds like a veggie burger. No, that's a a flower burger. A hundred percent a plant based. That's a burger burger made out of like what are those flowers in Hawaii? Those bright hibiscus. Hibiscus hibiscus burger. Can you make a burger out of a hibiscus? I don't know, but I I feel like it's gonna happen now that I've said it. (laughs) I've manifested that. Yeah. these positive confessions i'm already feeling better i mean you know i do think i'm gonna look at the news but um i think staying connected to you guys staying connected to my guests staying connected to just humanity is is keeping me can you hear my dead ass stare just like i didn't use that word right i'm sorry can you it's okay i do uh I do know how to speak English, even though it was not my first language, which is true. A lot of people don't know, know that. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying my face literally just like blanked out and I had this like deadpan stare just into the void as I was talking to you, my confidants, who I love so much. But right now we have a very nice positive confession. And this truly was the last in-person episode I recorded before um, we all got quarantined. So... I talked with Anya Voltz at, um, in New York in, in a hotel room and um, very prescient because it was basically the last weekend we were allowed to travel. Um, as I got on the plane to go to my friend's wedding in New York, my dad was canceling his travel plans to go to Taiwan. And I remember thinking like, oh, this is serious. But it hadn't hit us quite yet. So it, it, I didn't feel it here. But I think that was like the first wave of like, okay, shit's going on. So... Um, Anya talks about, um, giving to others, even when, you know, you don't necessarily have that much. And I really like just admire her energy and her spirit and her generosity. So here is Anya's good confession. Um, yeah. Uh, yesterday Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't even have like my rent money ready myself and it's right now rent is due. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but yesterday somebody had like a, uh, somebody I don't know, but my friend shared, they were like, Oh, I'm like really short in rent and I'm going to be evicted. And I was like, well, I'm short in rent, but I'm not going to be evicted. So I sent them money for their oh rent. Oh my God. That's so nice <laughs> yeah. of you. And wow. that's like that. I would that's never like tell anybody that nice. if not for you literally prompting me, but I was like, yes. yeah, I do have a humble brag actually. Yes. That's I exactly the point of that. Rent money. I say like the good confession. It's like when you drop a tip in a jar and nobody sees it, but I'm like asking about it. Yes, so, yeah. exactly. Um, that was my, that's really sweet my tip in the jar while their back was turned um but yeah and I like don't know them but I do know the person who shared it so I was like Mm -hmm. this seems legit and I like want to because like my rent can be a week late and I'm not going to be evicted but if Mm -hmm. like it seems like they really need it right now so here's the money that's so nice and also it's like a testament to when people share things like that's like yeah you never know like all you need is one like they just need one person so yeah it works and and, like so many people have done that for me that I like there's been so many times where I like really the, it'll make the biggest difference if I have $30 and like mm-hmm. a friend Venmo's me $30 and I'm like, yeah, you have no idea how much that meant to me. So I wanted to do that for someone else. Aww, yeah. That's really great. I can be good sometimes. I'm a cheap queen. I can be what you like. I can be bad sometimes. I'm a real queen. I can make grown men cry. I can be good 
times I'm a chip Uh, oh, you know what? I'm so wrong because I did record this episode. <laughs> Here's a little look behind the curtain. If you ever want to know how I um, do these episodes, this re- episode was actually recorded before Anya, but it came out after. And guess what? We did record it in person. So in your in your narrative, it's like you're like, what are you talking about, Teresa? You met someone in person. But here's the thing. Tessa Scara, who is this next guest, talks about the reality show Love is Blind. And this was like on the beginning end of it. Like it was already popular, but it hadn't we hadn't been quarantined and people weren't like now when this episode comes out, when you hear this in your ears, you're gonna be like, that's over, way over. That's how fast this shit happens. So yeah, that 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 show's over. But um Tessa talks about reality show TV and her love of it and we get into it. Um it's a lot of fun. We get into sort of my experience with reality TV. She even makes a hint at this SNL sketch about love is blind being for quarantined and wow, how prescient because that joke just wouldn't even be funny now because things have changed so much. Um, but I, I actually really like looking back at this cause it kind of shows the, um, trajectory of events throughout March. Okay. Enjoy Tessa Scara. Yeah. So something good I would like to confess is that I've watched like pretty much all of love is blind in two days okay <laughs> <laughs> and I know that other people might not think that that's a good thing <laughs> but I view it as something good does so. it um instill faith and love for you or what like no. what are your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> okay. it instills the faith of me that I'm like so happy that I'm not straight <laughs> I mean, watching all of these straight couples flirt is just oh my so gosh. terrifying. Well, they did a are you, I didn't watch this, but people keep recommending it. They, they did a are you the one with all um, queer people, dude? And apparently, I it's the best. I was obsessed season. with that, and I even wrote an article on Vulture about. Oh, it. I got to yeah. look it up. I had a very popular article. <laughs> yeah, so I guess reality show trash transcends sexuality. Oh. We're gonna eventually be at a point where it's not. Right now, it, most of it is very straight. It's but. very coded. I mean, I think that we are gonna reach a point where all these dating shows, there's just it, everything will be fluid, you know, yeah. and that's the way that it should be because mm-hmm. that's the way that the world is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is really, really uh, the the are you the one the queer are you the one I highly recommend. Okay, I got so obsessed with it. <laughs> I started following like all of the people involved in it, like to the point where I was going to viewing parties where they were presenting it. Oh, like wow. one okay. of the people on Are You the One actually hit on me a lot. Um, oh, well, that should be your good confession. I mean, brag. No. Yeah, humble brag. I have heard um, some of them are around into it. comedy. I mean, I guess yeah, it makes sense because it. it's like showbiz, and nowadays, especially in LA, it's like everyone's just in something yeah everyone's like well maybe I could just try stand up and then people will want to hire me as an actor (laughs) and I'm like no it's an art form but thanks for your concern I did almost do a reality dating show about comedians like it was still like I would have been myself on it but like I'm very thankful I didn't it didn't go I mean I'm like still like hey hey, if someone wants to cast me and pay me to do this I will still I still will do it so I don't mean like I didn't do it against my will, but I, I, it got down to like a very small group of us. Um, but part of me is kind of glad I didn't just because that would have been how I was introduced to the world. Was it the reality show where they're uh, I'll traveling? I'll what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I know which one it is, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it did. My note that I got was that I was very chill and they liked that, but that I should be more aggressively chill in my screen test because I was too chill. And aggressively chill yeah so I don't know uh how to do that <laughs> I don't but I think know it means that knows. I was not rife for drama so. oh my god just actually I don't know I think I not I don't like drama but like I do think my life does end up 
happening upon you attract drama yeah so i i think i would be good on a reality show i don't know if that's a good thing i'm not trying to brag but like i think i would have been fine but like i'm not trying to start shit you know i'm not trying. i to would be on great on a reality tv show <laughs> i think you would be too oh. but in a good way you'd be like very fun i'm fun yeah. but i'm also like very very honest like uh-huh. i find it really hard not to tell people how i'm feeling uh-huh it's even when i'm in situations like that where i know somebody's gonna get upset i'm oh, like yeah. but you need to know and That's it's like great. maybe you should shut up <laughs> that is really good for reality because people want you to like say confront conf- yeah exactly yeah. i'm getting better at it i used to not be like that at all but now i realize when I don't, things still don't go my way. So now I'm like, well, let me just say how I feel. And sorry if it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. I definitely don't mm-hmm. tell people how I feel if it's going to like completely and utterly ruin their lives and upset them. Oh, it's sure. more of like, if I feel like there's something that I need to say, then I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm I would never be it. like, you are bad at singing at karaoke or something. Because I'm like, that's just for them. They know. Yeah. They're not out there trying to get a record deal. No, exactly. Yeah. You went out of reach. Could you explain? I think that you should. What you've been up to? Who's been loving you good? I'm just on the phone like a murder. Been looking through the text and all the photos. But don't you worry, I can handle it. No, don't you worry, I can handle it. Okay, our final good confession comes from Ryan Estrada. Um, someone who I met on Twitter, I had a lot of fun talking to him. He has some crazy ass stories, the kind that make you go, hmm, are those real? It doesn't matter. You're such a good storyteller. They're fun, though. I do think they're real um, because it's like I just after talking to him, I'm like, oh, yeah, your your life. It's crazy. Some people look for some people are open to stories and um, that's how they find them. So he talked about um, physically giving away food on the train Um and we kind of get into that. And uh, that was his good confession. You know, good confessions go everywhere. I tell people it's like anything that makes you smile or is positive. It can be anything from something you're proud of you doing, something you saw someone else doing, something you like, something, hence love is blind, like something you started watching you like, something um, you did that you're proud of. So here is sort of like the base level of like did an act of kindness. Enjoy. Yeah. Um so a long time ago, I used to do this YouTube series uh, and I called uh, Expeditions and I'd go off, people give me missions and I go solve them around the world. And I did a lot of like good deed kind of videos back then mm-hmm. where I'd like do something nice for someone. And like years later, as I'd see other people doing videos, I f- started to feel like really weird about it. <laughs> like the whole thing where you like just approach someone without asking and do something nice for them. And like, they oh, you know, okay. they can't really decline or they look like jerks. And like, this is like the early days weird. of YouTube. Yeah, very early days of YouTube. But people are still doing it now. Like, you know, like not that's not what I did, but like you walk up to a homeless person with a camera and give them some money and like it's yeah. it's just weird. So I've always felt weird about doing that. So I I mean, I've done this a few times. I remember one time that I was just like, "You know what? Since I did all that, today I'm just going to do something really nice for some people, and never tell anyone, not videotape it, just just mm-hmm. because I want to." So, uh I was at a train station and I went to the fast food restaurant. And I ordered like, uh, I think it was like 30 combo meals. Oh, wow. And it was it was early in the morning and there were uh, like homeless people sleeping all over the subway. And so I didn't want to wake them. So I just went around like I had 30 of them. I found as many people as I could and just set them next to them. So when they wake up, they'd wake up to like coffee and Aww. and food and everything. And I got to the end of the subway line and I started walking back and I noticed that the meals were already gone. And I'm happy, <laughs> but I realized everybody's still sleeping 
Oh. So I'm confused. And then I see this one homeless dude running down the hallway with 30 bags of, oh of uh, fast food going <laughs> really excited. <laughs> so um, I never told anyone about it because I, I uh, you know, th- that wasn't the point of it. But and none of the people I did it for knew, but I know that I did it. <laughs> so that's my good confession. That's a great confession. Wait, so then one guy got all of them, but he's still hungry. He, so he's can, he, he'll, yeah, he'll he was happy. Me. I made that guy happy. <laughs> yeah. Make it nasty, make it nasty. Drop, drop it on the bitch, make it nasty. Make it nasty, make it nasty. Pop, pop it on the bitch, make it nasty. Uh, yeah, bitch, make it nasty. Tongue down the throat while the other bitch gagging. Bottles in the basket, pills in the plastic. She gonna do drugs, but we don't do it. All right, confidants, that's been our bonus episode. I hope wherever you are, you are staying safe, staying healthy, and staying sane. Um, why did I say that? Like, I was some sort of, like self-care radio host i don't know i'm hardly a guru you don't need to hear it from me you guys are hearing it from your loved ones but um yeah i i'm happy to be sharing this time with you and i hope that you i hope that you stay positive i hope i brought some positive uh affirmation to your life i don't know just look go go be go kick some ass okay (laughs) bye guys